Uh, the next thing we do is uh, gauge gauge your distance. Okay. Um, let's let's put it on the same. Oh, did you hear that bass? That sounded dope. Good. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that one right there. It was on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It was on. Wait, you heard that in yours? Yeah. How? I don't know. Can you hear me talking? Oh yeah. That's impossible. Did you want to hear these? Yeah. I can't hear. So somehow your mic, your somehow your headset uh-huh. does both. Yeah. My headset just does mine. Yeah. So talking to yours. Uh huh. Give it a talk. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. I can you only can't hear, hear me through. I reckon I can sit like this. There we go. You can also sit like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's something to contemplate. I brought myself a little fidget spinner this time, bro. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> fidget spins away. In my little fidget spinner. All so right, I can man. keep my hands busy. Should we, should we start this off? Yeah, let's get it going, man. Because, uh, I mean, we're uh, we're only seven minutes into it already. <laughs> yeah, seven minutes in. And uh, we're going to have to get an intro one of these days. But for now, Vince and Cam Cam Shafts. Welcome to the podcast. No, I'm going to edit that out. Yep. Let's no, let's go with it. Redo. <laughs> Redo that one. Nope, leave it. I'm I'm <laughs> tired because of the baby. Hey, dude, congratulations on the baby. We'll get that out right now. Thank you. That's freaking awesome, man. Yeah, it was a success. Had the baby, sure enough, that following Monday, uh-huh. after the last podcast, had the baby, and first three nights, it was super cool, I was like, this is cute, Yeah. fourth night, I was absolutely miserable, and I was like, take it back, I'm done, I don't want any part of this, <laughs> I was so tired, dude, Were you? the baby would not sleep, and I just remember being like, all I was trying to do was get Heather like two hours of sleep. Really? And it like wasn't happening. Cause she, she was. Usually, she's taking all the work. Uh huh. So anyway. God dang, dude. I don't know. What's I remember up with babies. <laughs> <laughs> dude, when difficult. When Easton and Jace were were born, they they weren't gaining any weight. Mm-hmm. So we had to put them on these. We had to put him on this every, I think it was every two hours mm-hmm. feeding schedule. Yeah. And then they had to get like baby protein powder. So it was like this super high calorie okay. um, formula mix with extra protein. Mm-hmm. That's why I was looking at it. And we had to feed him every two hours. Okay. Round the clock. So we were both just like, you know what I mean? And, and that's, that's pretty <laughs> much what they recommended. They were like, yeah, don't, you know, don't let the baby sleep all night because... It needs... It needs nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. And so, at the hospital, you're like, oh, okay. And in reality, it's completely miserable. I don't know why <laughs> anyone would do that. I'm like, no, I'm going to let that baby sleep as long as she can. Yeah. But it's only two hours anyway, even if we She try. only sleeps two hours at a time? Uh, it's been Pretty rough. Much. It's been rough. And, and and everyone says it gets better. But oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like they say, you just have to survive the first three months and then, and then you kind of fall into a routine. So Mm -hmm. can't wait for that. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's going to get, it's going to get better for sure. It it didn't take long. When I look back at it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it took very long for them to start sleeping through the whole entire night or at least six hours, you know, but yeah, dude. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. We move. You'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll look back at it and be like, yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't too bad for me because I was a sack and my wife was just doing everything, but... <laughs> that might be the case. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to look back and be like, I don't want to do that again. So... <laughs> yeah, well... Maybe an only child. I'm just kidding. No, I don't blame you because we... Jess and I have two. I mean, two at the same time. And we're pretty much like, yeah, this is it. Because... <laughs> Dude, if she gets pregnant again, there's a high chance it's going to be twins again. Man. Yeah. Dude, and I don't know. Like, my father-in-law has, they have uh, seven kids. Heather is one of seven. Yeah. And and she herself is a twin. And I'm just like, I don't know how you do that. I have <laughs> no idea, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the seven freaking kids. Like, I've got one kid. I'm like, one and done, man. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, but once they, yeah, once she gets older, you're gonna be, you're gonna be Dunsky. Yeah, dude, my kids are they're freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to that to being able to. I mean, because right now it's a baby, mm-hmm. and there's not much interaction. Yeah, right. Um, th- there's not much f- feedback from the baby. Right. But uh, I imagine once they get to that age where you can. Have fun with them, mm-hmm. shit, adult fun. Yep, and like I look forward to that, dude. I just love like getting to watch them experience and learn life. How old are they again? They're five. Yeah, so like just getting to watch them explore. It's like you get to be a kid all over again too. Yeah, like I can go buy Nerf guns and it's perfectly justifiable, <laughs> and I want to play with them probably more than they do. I'm like, guys, you don't want to have a Nerf fight, and they're like. <laughs> No, Dad, I want to play with my Legos. I'm like, dude, put the Legos down. Let's have a Nerf fight. And it was like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You got two boys. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But they're nuts. Oh, my gosh. They are. They're wild animals, man. Like, I think, I feel like you, like, if I had your twins, I'd go insane. But, like, you're perfect for them because you're down with chaos. I tell my wife the way that they act is a is a direct reflection of the way that I feel on the inside. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. yeah. Nice, dude. All right, well, enough baby talk, huh? Uh, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, let's. Uh, how was your last few weeks, dude? Dude, it was uh, pretty good. Woodworking so, wise. Yeah, I finished up that garage. For that guy, that customer? For that guy. So it was a total of, it was a f- five upper cabinets and then three lockers, okay. like three tall style cabinets. Mm-hmm. They're built, all the the edge banding is done, all the shelves are cut, edge banding on the shelves are done, the doors are cut. So it's like we done, drilled. done? Or there's still some? So they just have to be installed. Okay. So they're oh, done, the, done. I got you. Yeah. So we were going to do it this weekend, but not going to work out. So we have a date scheduled the 21st to go 
August 21st to go get them installed. So they got to sit in my house another freaking 20 days. But Just it's in all the garage. Good. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So that um, that was a that was that was really cool to get that done. Once it's fully installed, you know, then has he seen rugged. the cabinets yet? Is I sent him pictures. Yeah, these these pumps. He's yeah, they're good pumped on them. Yeah, they're good. good to go on them. Cool. And then I had um, and then I had a sales call. I guess you could you could say mm-hmm. this guy that I work with a consultation. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, a bid. A quote. Hey, all right. Yeah, whatever Business you want to call it. Yeah, which was cool because it was my first time. Like the first time we went out, I was with my dad, of course, and he measured everything out and kind of planned the job. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I've seen it once. I could go do it myself. So this guy wanted, this guy I worked with wanted barn doors. Really cool looking barn doors, like a, like a, um, a modern farmhouse style, kind of what, exactly what we've been doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like right up that alley um does it have metal in it or just straight wood? so the metal the only metal the only metal involved would be the the hardware for the the sliding portion of the door oh, okay um but then he wanted like the like this modern contemporary design with uh, a mix of paint and stained wood uh kind of like chevrons Okay. If that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I had to show you a picture. Uh, cool, man. Anyway, so I, I went over there and and measured everything up, drew him some pictures, like kind of pitched him my idea of like what I would do for it. Um, and then I, I bid it. And I don't think he liked the price very much. So we'll see what happens. He's like, yeah, because you bumped it up quite a bit. So I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't bump it up per se. I had just had a better idea of what it was actually going to cost and yeah. how much time it was actually going to take. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not taking it in the shorts again because we're we're going to take it in the shorts on this job, dude. <laughs> well, good. It sounds like you're, <laughs> like you're learning at a fast pace. Yeah. <laughs> like if. If people say yes too easily, man, then you might be underpriced. Like it should be a good, yeah, hard think, yeah, for them to to bite onto it. Yeah, and so and I also remember like the last podcast Dan Hayes was talking about. Oh, are you sure that's the best formula to use? Mm-hmm. So I went online and did some research and watched a couple different videos of different formulas for how woodworkers price jobs. Okay, cool, nice. So I priced it three different ways. And uh, the formula that my dad uses comes out the highest every time. Cool. Nice. Um, so I, I used that formula Good. to to try to sell him those doors. Mm-hmm. And I think the price kind of scared him off. So then I, was, then I ran it back and then I was like, well, I ran it through a different formula. If you want to do it for this price, I'll do it for this price. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get the work. You know what I yeah. mean? Which, which um, I think is better. It's better to start high and, work and come down low. to low. Than I mean, if you start low, I, I just made that mistake so many times. That's exactly what I did. I started low because he was my buddy, and then he haggled me lower. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I should have started higher. Well, and here's the you thing know? too: is they only <laughs> like once you find a person at a low price, 
what they refer to when they talk to other people and, and yep. get referrals for you, that's one of the selling points. Like, yeah, this guy's a really good price. And personally, that ruined me. I didn't want that. Like, you don't want that you want smoke, quality dude. To be like what they tell you, tell their friends about. You want um, like punctuality or service, like all that stuff. But price, like yeah, like a, like this guy is so well discounted. Like you don't want that. No, not at all, out, man. Like it doesn't. And and one of the selling points that I tried to use was. Like I told him, you know, I told him, like, I know that it's a lot of money, but as long as that house doesn't burn down, those doors will be there. These are things that you're going to pass down to your kids. And I told him my dad had built stuff before I was born that I still have in my house. And I was like, if you want to stop by and see it, you can stop by and see it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I left it. Cool. So we'll see how it goes, man. He might he might turn around and say, yeah, let's do it. Maybe he's just waiting to get the money together or He's got to talk his girlfriend into it. He really wants the doors. And it's not a door he can just go by because he's got, you go into his house, he has vaulted ceilings, and he has eight-foot openings on his doors. His walkways are eight-foot openings. Hmm. So if you were going to buy, for example, sheet goods come in four by eight. So if you want to cover that opening, you have to have a taller door than eight than an eight-foot sheet good. So you're going to have to extend an eight-foot sheet good. That's... That's a bit of labor right there just by itself. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that size, you're not going to, it's going to be a tough door to find. Like, you can't just go to Costco or Home Depot and pick one up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, <clears throat> it's just a different world. The, 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 the business owner world. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very different than the consumer and how they think and operate. Like, like I, I've gone on, anyway. I don't know if I want to get into it right now, but the, the quickest example I can give is just last week, a customer, uh, like like a pool light, for example. Customer mm-hmm. wants their pool light fixed. Most of the time, it's just a light bulb. Like the light bulb just burn out. Yeah. And you need to replace it. And so like they go to Leslie's and look up the price and like, oh, a bulb is, they just need a bulb and a gasket. Like, total cost is about 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so they'll ask me like, "How much to fix the light?" And I'm like, "150, like minimum." And and just in the last last month, I'm like, "No, I need to be charging 200 bucks." Yeah. And so people are like, "What, dude? It's it's a light bulb change? Are you insane?" <laughs> yeah. And so sure enough, this this guy he he he's like, "I'll just do it myself." Yeah. Um, well, within four months, like he's like, "Hey, I need my lights fixed." And I'm looking at his lights, and and he's got water all up inside it, like he didn't seal well. Yeah. And and of course now he wants me to do it, and and I like I didn't even have to ask what happened, but I I know it was a <laughs> freaking hassle for him. So now he he like I threw out the price. He has three pool lights. Yeah. And I was like, it's gonna be four hundred fifty bucks. Uh, he didn't bat an eye. He's like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> no problem. Because right? now you know. Yeah. Now you know the ridiculous process to change that light bulb and get it just right. Yeah. So it doesn't fail on you. And um, I, like, it, it takes a certain amount of time to get to that confidence level. Where, yeah. Where when people, like, look at you, at you in the eye like you're some dirty scumbag for charging so much. Yeah. It takes a certain level of experience to be like, 
you know nothing. <laughs> I don't care what you think about yeah. me. This is what I'm charging. Like I'm not, I'm not a con. I know how much work it takes. So I feel like I'm kind of dealing with that. Right? I feel like I'm kind of dealing with that right now. Like I'm, uh, I can feel it inside me. Feeling like, oh man, these people must think I'm like taking advantage of them because because I know these people might have money or whatever. Maybe they think that I'm being a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, dude, I'm not being a scumbag, but I don't want them to think that of me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like they might, you know. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and that's, that's like, yeah. I just learned that that's a part of, they will think that until they try it on their own. And so yeah. I, I hope they try it on their own. Yeah, like, dude. Like, go buy all the tools you need and, and. You're going to be $3,000 in tools before you can even start to build that door. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and then another 1500 in materials. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't have to spend time trying to, con- like, I'm, I'm a pretty terrible salesman. Yeah. Because cause I won't, like, try and convince people. I, I love just throwing it out there, throwing out the price. Yeah. And then being like, if you don't like it, I don't care. Like, I've got plenty of work. And then... I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> when they call me back, dude. I love yeah. it. That's the best yeah. feeling. <laughs> when they're like, like you can tell they're, they're broken. They're just shattered, man. And they call you back. They're like, hey, man, yeah, that just, yeah, just go ahead and do it, man. <laughs> like, nothing else needs to be smoked, spoken. I, I don't yeah. have to tell them, I told you so. They're like, please take my money. Just, like, yeah. It's that, that phone call of them accepting the bid after their struggle is, is worth every bit, dude. Yeah, dude. I love it. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I hope that, I hope. I kind of hope that's what happens with these doors. I hope he shops around or maybe even tries to do something else. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, hopefully you, he you gets know. some bids, not from like a friend yeah. or um, a relative, but like a legit business that does high quality doors. And he'll be like, oh, okay. And here's the thing if he does go to somebody like a legit business per se, and they have overhead, their price is going to be double mine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So where I'm looking for twenty three hundred dollars a door, they're probably going to do five thousand dollars per door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. So don't. <laughs> I, it, yeah. Like it took me a long. It took me a couple of years to to be okay with people thinking I was ripping them off. Yeah. Because because I started on the low side. And, no. I, and I, like, so many people thought I was the best pool guy ever, and yet I couldn't even pay my bills. Yeah. And, I, and it, it took me a long time to just be like, there's something wrong with this picture. Like, I, I need to charge more because I'm trying to impress these people with my prices, and it's it's not even enough to to cover, you know? Yeah. Not even the That's essentials. That's a tough place to be, yeah. So... There's a, there's a certain, and 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 and, and there's there's different uh, angles of um, that you can attack the market with. Like, yeah, you can either do high volume at a low price, um, but maybe not as good quality or not as much yeah. attention. 
or you can just specialize and do quality stuff. And that's, and, and, and both sides are okay. I've seen pool guys be able to rush through stuff and get stuff done. It's impressive. But when the customer needs like a warranty issue or has a question about programming their pump and the guy is not even returning their calls, well, that's that's why you got a cheaper price. That's why you got a cheaper price. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm higher priced because I'll I'll hit You're you gonna back. You're going to take care of it. I'll answer your questions. I'll come over for free and show you how to use it so that you're yeah. completely happy with it. Like you won't be unhappy. Yeah. But that's a different side of the market. And and both sides are okay. But yeah. Yeah, if I wanted to be a turn and burn kind of guy, I could figure out how to do something cheap, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. If I wanted to do like, yeah, like you're saying, if I wanted to do, get hooked up with an investor and learn how to flip kitchens really fast, but it's going to be like garbage quality, we could probably do high volume and make decent money. Yeah. But and, and, yeah. And, and the customer could be com- completely happy with the price. They won't know the difference. And just understand that they won't last as long or yeah whatever or maybe they won't realize it because they're, they're just used to trash selling. their whole life yeah. they've never had a custom piece they've never had like a family heirloom type of piece piece of furniture you know mm-hmm. something that will get handed down like so, yeah. Yeah, so i just had to learn what kind of <laughs> yeah what kind of person i was what i loved doing and um and what that meant as far as price goes mm-hmm so, yeah, man, I love hearing your, your, your the progress in your yeah. uh, your tactics or your your, your entire procedure. It, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I, I'm, I'm, I hope I don't come off like I know what I'm doing. Because you do know what you're doing, though, man. I really consider myself a um, uh, what's a good word? I don't want to say failure, but it. I, I learned from so many failures. Oh, yeah. Like, so many failures, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can see the pain in your face right now <laughs> just even thinking about it. You can tell it was painful. It's, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, it's it's cool to see you learning through this process. It's. Yeah. Um, the, the, the lessons are fun. The results are fun. The, the process is was kind of rough, but it, uh, it's cool when you look back on all that. Definitely. Yeah. The process has been kind of, been kind of rough, you know, dude, I don't put a fan in my garage. My dad came over mm-hmm. to look at some of the stuff I was doing just to kind of oversee stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't have a fan in here, dude. I'm like, nah, I just come out here and sweat. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not coming over to help you until you get a fan. <laughs> You're like, uh, dang it, man. Dang it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of been it. Um, <laughs> dude, what was I going to say? I just spaced it. <laughs> um... Dude, your life has changed big time with the uh, with the advent of a child. Um, it's, yeah. I so I can imagine that things have been things have been different for you. What's that looking like right now? 
Um, it, it's just a matter of finding the groove always. Anytime there's a, a change in life, mm-hmm. there's adjustments that need to be made and it just takes time. It takes time off of the, the schedule. Like I, I only realized today, like, like one of the reasons why I've been getting so frustrated with, with my babies because I'm trying to calm it down and I, like I, I'm used to just being busy and, and doing something productive all the time. And so mm-hmm. here I am with this baby and it's, she's not sleeping. I'm like, this is such a waste of time. But today I was just like, screw it. Like I have to quiet this baby and get this, these podcast mics set up. Yeah. I, I was doing both at the same time. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh dude, I can totally work on computer stuff while quieting my baby. And, and instantly, I was like, I'm being productive. I'm more calm. Like, I didn't care how much yeah. time it took to, to make Kayla fall asleep. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I I, I, I always have to be doing something. Otherwise, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Um, so the baby definitely... Um, it is... It's forcing me to be, uh, I don't know, man. Re-ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think, so what you're trying to say, I think, is that the baby is forcing you to um, to utilize your time in an effective manner. I am very tired. <laughs> so I used, to, I used to hear stories of other people saying like oh yeah i just learned to live off of four hours of sleep and i'd be Mm -hmm. like no you're exaggerating like that's garbage yeah and now like heather and i are doing it and it's it's weird how your body adjusts like Mm -hmm. i did not think this was possible but i'm having full regular days at full functionality off of very little sleep Mm -hmm. and i'm like surprised yeah Dude, I, I've done I've done a little bit of study on sleep. If you can squeeze in like a 15, 20 minute power nap here and there, it'll mm-hmm. make a it'll make a difference for you too. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. Yesterday, <laughs> no joke. I had uh, I had a meeting to go to, uh-huh. and I had very little time. And I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep during the meeting. It's an hour and a half meeting. I've got to I've got to take a nap. And I'm looking at the time, like how long it takes to get there. And I'm like, dude, I only have ten minutes. I'm like, that's not enough. I was like, whatever, I'm going to try. Yeah. So I set my timer for 10 minutes. Uh-huh. When the alarm went off, dude, it woke me up out of a deep dream. <laughs> I was like, you hit wow. REM, dude, in 10, in 10 minutes, you hit some REM sleep. I hit some deep <laughs> dream state yeah. in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, and, dude. And I was, like, the whole meeting, I was pumped. Like, dude. I was awake. It, it, it's weird because you take that nap, even though it's only 10 minutes, you wake up, you feel like, it feels, I don't know. You almost feel like you're almost in a dream. Like you, you feel somewhat kind of rested, but you're in this weird. I don't know. I don't. This is weird to explain, dude. I, I just think the, <laughs> the body is amazing at how much it can adjust and adapt. I'll catch a nap at a stoplight, bro. <laughs> and it's like I don't know. It's it's so interesting. I I just think our our bodies are and our minds are capable of being pushed so far, but when we don't have a reason yeah. to. We just become complete Sacks. lazy monkey nuts, dude. 
monkey notes. Like we, you know what I mean? Like we just we do nothing with our time unless. Um, and, and this is one of the biggest differences with having a baby. I think I could finally answer your question. Okay. <laughs> like when when I'm when I was single, I thought I was productive, but looking back, I was wasting a ton of time. And mm-hmm. then you get married and and then you're doing stuff with your wife like setting up this and setting up that and, and life like you have so much more motivation to get it done. Uh-huh. And then now with the baby i've got a family there's even less time but there's a lot more push and motivation to, to just do stuff for your family and um and i love it i yeah. love every minute of it mm-hmm. um i love the challenge good man that's freaking awesome it yeah kids will change it kids will change the way you do things definitely I do, there's things that I do solely for my kids. And I could give a rip what my wife or my mom or my dad or anybody else thinks because the only thing I care about is what my kids are going to think of me. Mm. You know what I mean? That's cool. So, <clears throat> but, you know, for for better or worse, it's like I don't give a rip what you think. Like, yeah, I'm about to take a freaking pay cut, but I'm not going to let my kids see me settle, you know, for something that I know didn't really want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. There, there's some serious motivation behind. Yeah. Kids. Like, it's, it, 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 all right, I'll put it this way. In no way do I feel like this kid is robbing me of anything. It is, it is, she's propelling me forward yep. with everything. Dude, that's the perfect way to put it. All right. Finally answered the question. Dude, that's a perfect way to put it. it. All right. Perfect way to put it, because a lot of people, a lot of people will not have kids for that reason, because they think the kids are gonna ruin their life. It's like, no, dude, kids are not gonna. Kids will be your greatest source of joy, hands down. But yeah, you can go out and have a good time with your friends and live this lifestyle, and you can be happy per se. Mm But you don't have joy. You're not. You don't have a fullness of joy like you do when you have kids. Yeah. No. I. I think we're hitting a good point because, I. I feel the same way about church. Mm-hmm. Um, hundred percent. I just got. I told you I, about four months ago. I put in the. I got put in the bishopric. Yeah, dude. And, <laughs> and it's a ton of responsibility, and that's what that meeting was last night. There's there's lots of meetings, but, I don't know because it's church. And because it's God and it's, it's like, I, uh, it's so fulfilling. Yeah. I don't feel like I am left without. Yep. I don't know how to word that. You're, you're sacrificing, but you're fulfilled. You, You don't feel like you're, you're missing anything. Yes, thank you. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not missing out because that's taking from me. It somehow adds to life. Exactly. Same thing with kids, man. Hmm. Same thing with kids. Yeah. No, it's, and it's just a straight up. In my opinion, it's just a straight up selfish mindset to avoid having kids. You know. Yeah, it might be selfish, but on an ignorant level, like you yeah. just don't know. Like, you don't like, know. I totally get it. Uh huh. I don't blame anyone for being like, dude, I'm, I'm good with my eight hours of sleep. <laughs> like, I don't blame you at all. 
<laughs> get your sleep, yeah. man. But I, I can, I can promise anybody if they that if they sacrifice their time for raising their family and and doing what they like, fulfilling their father responsibility, they won't be missing out on anything. They they will have so much more added to their life that. Like they're they're then gonna get it. It makes it worth it, dude. Dude, it's worth it. It makes it worth it. And then you look back and you're like, man, I'm I'm tapping into potential that I never I never otherwise would have tapped into because mm-hmm. you just find this this other gear that's that's rooted in your family. It's it's weird. And and that's that's one reason why I'm pumped about uh, getting into the UFC. Like <laughs> I know I'm completely. Like this has got to be one of the worst times, and and age ages to get into UFC. Like I'm late in the game, but I've I've got so much motivation going towards it. I feel like I'm gonna come across a lot of twenty to twenty five year olds who, if they have the same mindset I had when I was twenty to twenty five, yeah. like I'm gonna put them down because <laughs> I'm like, I'm You're a train coming at you, man. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm pretty pumped right now. So how's that? So we're last time we uh, last time we got together, we talked about you trying to find someone to buy the business, man. What's going on with that? Are you still? Yeah, you yeah. still pursuing that? Yes, and well, these are interesting times, dude. <laughs> like we're we're in the middle of insane shortages, and so specifically in the pool industry. Yeah. So I had an experience at uh, at Leslie's this week, and I was only at Leslie's because my normal distributor doesn't have the chemicals we need. So I went to Leslie's. They happen to have, they happen to had a truckload come in, and so I'm getting a couple things. And another pool guy walked in, and I could hear him um, asking the cashier for like what they had in stock. Yeah. And and then they exchanged some words, and then. Uh, the pool guy was like, well, okay, how much does that cost? And dude, the, the prices are just through the roof. So mm-hmm. if it is in stock, it's it's up there. And he just goes, like, you can see his face, just look towards the floor and just he's super down. And he's just like, oh, man. And he walks out empty-handed. And as he's walking out the door, I was, like, I, I knew what the conversation was about, even though I couldn't hear the full conversation. Yeah. I just, I yelled out to him. I was like, these are tough times, huh? And he looks at me, he's like, dude, yeah, I and we still have a month left of, of the hottest part of summer. Yeah. He's like, he's just shaking his head like, and I, and I was just like, yeah, good <laughs> yeah. luck out there, man. He's like, you too. <laughs> yeah. Like the, so it's it's really interesting because um, I called two people, uh, actually three, that uh-huh. potentially could uh, find buyers for my business for, right. the, for the pool route and and one of them was a guy I called a couple years ago and he he helped sell it he helped mm-hmm. sell half of my business another guy was new it's a new company that sounded really good they they sent me some stuff and then um, a third one was Dan's guy that he knew or whatever. anyway oh the dolphin trainer yeah yeah um, none of them have returned calls And I wonder if it's because they know that this is not a time to buy a pool wrap because it's just a struggle. That's 
That's my theory, but I can't. They'll just be taking on work they won't be able to service. Yeah. Yeah. It's not serviceable. This is yeah. ah, so so heartbreaking. So I, I've come to the conclusion that I have two options, and one is to. Uh, so I, so yes, I want to sell the business for sure, mm-hmm. but I may not be able to sell it. And so I was talking with Heather, and and she's totally fine if I just dump it, like whatever. Like she's still good with hey, yeah, let's go after the dream. I'm like, cool. So by dumping it, you mean just shutting it down? Just shutting it down. So getting no income from it, just shutting it down. But oh, that's tough. That's a tough way to go. It is. But so so here's the thing. So either a, I I I try to extend, um, holding on to the business until it hits like September. Yeah. Where the the need for chemicals just drops off, mm-hmm. and then I. I bet I can sell the business then because you have a good solid winter of good cash flow coming in and you have time to figure it out. So I, I bet right. I could sell it then. Um, or if I do just want to dump the business, um, I've been loving the last three weeks because I hired an employee and he's absolutely perfect. Like he's really? the coolest kid employee that anybody could have and he's perfect and uh, <laughs> he's doing a good job dude he's killing it like I, I'm, I'm so impressed with this guy i don't know how to explain it but he's so on point with everything I just, i'm just like he's ahead of his game he's only 18 years old he just turned 18 dude these kids coming out these days are smart yeah. They're smart and they're fast and they do things efficient. Dude, I, I, people I talk so much crap about these millennials. Mm-hmm. They're way better at than us at everything. <laughs> they're so smart and fast. He he was <laughs> I, I don't well I Dude, I still don't know what a download is. My five year old can talk about downloads. <laughs> I still don't understand downloads. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's why I'm trying to put boxes together for a living, dude. Good luck on that social media. Yeah, bruh. Nice. <laughs> You've got some uh, hurdles to overcome. So, uh, anyway, long story short, he's perfect. He's the man. Um, I I couldn't have asked for anybody better. And so I already told him, I was like, hey, I'm selling the business. Like, we had a really good chat. Um, and I was like, I'm selling the business. This is the direction I'm going. I'm going to follow my dreams. And he's like, cool, I respect that. But he's he's so on point. There's another option that's come up for me, which is if I just dump the business, I could totally dump it on him. Yeah. And and he he can run with it. And and maybe I can, um, b- because I'm giving it to him, I can pull off like a little bit of money off the top and the profit mm-hmm. because I'm giving it to him. In other words, he he could buy it, but rent to buy or lease to buy. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever, yeah, right? and uh, so that's that's one option that we've talked about. But another cool thing is <laughs> we have such a good time together, dude. And and when just <laughs> earlier this week, he goes, "Dude, I'm gonna make a documentary about your life." <laughs> he said and, that, and yeah, 
and uh, or no, he said he said a documentary should be made about your life. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, funny you say that because I've been wanting to start up this YouTube, and I've been trying to get a guy to just just film a couple things because I'm I'm going through an interesting transition, and I just want it documented. Yeah. And he's like, and so I'm telling him about how I'm trying to find a guy, and he's like, dude, I I did four years of video production. Wow. And I'm like. Anyway, so we've been talking, and uh, I think I'm gonna hire him for a couple things. And uh, wh- whether whether he's he's helping me do pools or not, we're gonna be working together. Like he's that's awesome. He's man. a stud. I'm I'm so glad I ran into him, dude. That sounds one. That sounds like one of those things that's um, too coincidental to be coincidence. Yeah, those those type of things happen, man. It, that's the way life works. Definitely a guided meetup. Oh yeah, right? there's no doubt in my mind. There's not one doubt in my mind that that was yeah. on purpose. That happened not by accident. And, and <laughs> the the very week that he was able to get hired, um, uh-huh. that was the week Heather had the baby, and so like I missed I missed half the week of work. And mm-hmm. because we were at the hospital, but because I was able to hire him, we dude, we knocked out work so fast. That's awesome. Man. I wasn't behind at all, even though I missed yeah. half the week. And he's he's helped me knock out everything so that I'm prepped to sell the business clean. And we're getting tons of stuff done, dude. It's that's great. It's amazing. So that's great. I couldn't be happier, man. And uh, what a stud, dude. How'd you find this guy? Um, he needed work done on his pool, so he went to Leslie's and was like, "Hey, do you know anybody?" And they they said, "Call Kyle." Oh yeah. And so I went over there, and like the interaction was really interesting because so so he's only at that time he was only seventeen, uh-huh. but he was he was doing the transaction with me because uh, his mom only speaks Spanish. Uh huh. And um, she happened to be Guatemalan, which is why oh, I, cool. I served a mission in Guatemala. Yeah. So, so right off the bat, I was like, you guys are Guatemalan? And uh-huh. we, we hit it off. But um, he just, I, I knew within, I don't know, 20 minutes that this kid had it together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and something came up. I don't know. I don't remember how it went exactly, but I found out that... At a at a young age, um, his father passed away, and and so I remember hearing that, and I was like, I bet you had to grow up real fast, huh? Mm-hmm. And um, and it shows, like he's he's the man of the house at 17 years old, yeah. like he's he's running the show, and I just I knew from that interaction, I was like, he's a good kid. And then when I and and then. Fast forward from there to earlier this year in January, where I was like, I need an employee. I was like, he's the guy. Yeah. And uh, so I called him up thinking he was already a grown adult. I didn't know he was 17 at the time. <laughs> yeah. I called him up. I was like, hey, man, um, I'd love to hire you. Like, Yeah. And he goes, okay, uh, I need to graduate high school first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, dude? How old are you, man? <laughs> like, he was just super mature. So, dude, um, well, what an what an opportunity for this guy coming straight out of high school. He's got he's got his crap together. He's working for you. He's got a chance to 
take over a business and he can do whatever he wants with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got a guy that's cool enough. Like if he squanders it and you get nothing, you're probably not going to really care because you're going to be doing your thing. But then if he if he takes it and builds it up, then you have a chance to you have a chance to sell your business. You know, it, it's cool. It's really cool. We both feel like we've been blessed to meet each other. Like it's a, it's for sure a win. It sounds like it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't be happy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really, things are moving forward. Um, I, I would say at the latest, end of September, I'm out of pools completely. I really hope it's sooner, but yeah. But regardless, because he's helped me catch up so much on work, um, I'm gonna have. I'm still gonna have like three days per week, starting in two weeks, where I could just start training. Good. So it'll be like half weeks. Yeah. And then in a couple months, I can bump up full time. Like Freaking it's happening, awesome, man. man. Yeah. It's it's going. It's moving. That is awesome, man. So, and and we we want to do this. Uh, we were talking about video, his his video production and, and ideas that we can start filming. In. We want to do this intro video of where I'm basically talking about this transition that I'm making. And in the beginning, I'm like, dude, this is probably the worst time to to quit my business and become a UFC fighter. And then, like, talk about having the baby, showing Heather pregnant, and then we have the baby and, and getting rid of the business and some pool stuff there. But then it just ends with... Me walking up to the UFC building with the duffel bag and be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but here we go. I'm yeah. just walking in. So, uh, we're pretty pumped, man. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't really know. I don't have any like goals solidified, but things are moving forward as they should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the way that that's kind of the way that I've been feeling. I feel like I've gotten I've gotten things to a point where they're like the momentum is carrying carrying me in the direction I need to be going. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I have enough to keep me busy, and I have, and it's things that are keeping me busy in the right areas moving me towards the the goal if yeah. that makes sense yeah it, it does because i'm i'm i feel the same i feel like our first two podcasts we we're like gotta have a specific goal yeah that we're gonna knock out and, and we haven't done that in the past couple podcasts maybe we did i don't know i can't even think straight but yeah i know you can't think straight because you just had a kid <laughs> it's everything's been blown out of whack but it's still propelling forward mm-hmm. um yeah we're doing it. And I'm, I'm so excited, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. You get to punch somebody in the face for a living. Yeah. That's what's cool about that job. <laughs> the thing that's not cool about it is you also get punched in the face. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Just protect your face, man. <laughs> but I'm kind of crazy like that. Like, yeah. Even as a kid, like I didn't mind putting my bike on top of a cinder block wall. And, <laughs> and getting hurt for my friends. You didn't mind getting hit by a truck or 
falling out of a tree. Yeah, like pain was <laughs> a means to Dude, you, making my friends laugh. You were the original jackass. <laughs> you now, came. I think you even came out before Jackass, dude. We, we did, but I don't, dude. That's I don't know. They, they're through the roof, man. I don't think I could do some of the things they're doing. I, I, dude. I remember back in the day when they came out. I was like, oh, this is a ripoff, dude. Kyle's better than these guys. <laughs> when, when we were doing it, yeah, yeah. It, no, it definitely was before Jackass because what I remember coming out, and this was before like internet channels were a thing, social media or anything. Uh, there was this group called, uh, gosh, what's their name, dude? It's three initials. D- do you remember Bum Fights? Yeah. So there was Bum Fights, and there was, there was a music group that did very similar things. A music group that did similar C- things to Bum Fights? CFK. Uh, uh, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Dude... The only thing similar to bum fights that I know was uh, Girls Gone Wild. Okay. All right. Uh, very similar <laughs> uh, marketing strategies. Yeah, they had very different similar. different times marketing. of the day. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll think of the name later. But, but yeah, okay. they, were this, they were this group. They were a band, but they were, it seemed like they were very popular. Insane Clown Posse? ICP? No. No. <sighs> NWA? Nope. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony? No. Ah. Three initials. Elton John. It, it's 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 no one that got. They weren't popular for their music. Uh. Dude. You but, sure it wasn't Insane Clown Posse? They, they they were just like Jackass. I'm sure. I'm positive. Um, like like there's there's one scene that I remember vividly where they show a clip of a comedian, and the comedian is saying something like. One thing you'll never see for sure is is a guy uh, sharting his pants at full sprint, and then it immediately cuts to a guy who he, who he's, he's giggling because he's stuffing stuff in his face, and they're like, "Dude, how many laxatives did you just take?" And he's like, "I don't know. It was like three boxes," <laughs> and then he and then he's down on his hands and knees, and they're like, "Mark, set, go!" And he takes off full sprint and just. Just proves the comedian wrong. Yeah, just sharts himself all the way down. <laughs> Completely, um, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. CFK, man, CFK. It sounds fantastic. AJ I need to check it out. Okay, man. All right, we'll, we'll come back to that later. And yeah, we'll find out. But it. So that's what I remember. That was your jackass wasn't out yet. That's what inspired you. Would you say it inspired you? Because my favorite one, I think there was a bunch, there was a bunch of stuff that just made me laugh so hard. I think one of my favorites is when you rode your skateboard off the roof into the clothesline. <laughs> clothesline? Yeah, dude. There was oh, a my, at my house. Yeah, at yeah. your house. Yeah, <laughs> in your backyard, you got you got up on there with your skateboard, and I don't, I can't remember if you ollied off. Did you just went straight <laughs> off into the clothesline? You could have snapped your neck so easy. Dude, I, I, I feel like you saved me from being a paraplegic. I don't know if you remember that, but I was... We, we were going to do gainers off the roof. <laughs> we were both standing on your roof, and we're looking at the ground. Yeah. And we were contemplating doing a gainer off it, and, and we decided. I remember it was going to be me and then you or something like that. Yeah, it was going to be double gainer. And I was like, all right, yeah. and We're, we're doing this. Sold. 
And then you were like, Kyle. <laughs> you're like, you're like two weeks away from serving your mission. You should, you should probably rethink this. <laughs> and I look back on that like, you you probably, who knows, dude. You could have saved me from stabbing my neck. And, dude. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I, I don't know what got into me that made me so rational at that moment. So yeah, I was definitely yeah, an idiot. That was not your art. No, that wasn't my forte. Definitely not your <laughs> typical suggestion. Do you, do you remember when we Usually went? Usually it was go harder, <laughs> go faster, go, go bigger. Go a little bit faster. Let's throw this door a little bit harder at that stop sign. <laughs> yeah, do you remember when we went to California and uh, we got hooked up with that? It was like a singles singles group, and we hiked out to that. Heck yeah, man. Oh, we, such a good memory. <laughs> we hiked out to the – it was Memorial Day weekend, I think. We took a three-day weekend, drove down to California. We get hooked up with the singles group, and they want to go cliff diving mm-hmm. out in the ocean. Yeah, and they had this awesome spot picked out. Oh, it was great. We had a hike down the beach, probably mm-hmm. like, I don't know, half mile. Yeah, a hike up the coast. Uh, yep. And then – Get in the, the water. Coast, swim out – to an isolated rock. To a rock in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get up on this rock, and I just remember there's like, I don't know, it's like from a movie, there was that arch. It was mm-hmm. like a cave almost, and the waves would come through and fill that thing up. Yeah, there we, was some weird suction. It would suck you out and then... And then blow water out. Blow it, or something bring like that. you back up with it. We yeah. were jumping in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bunch of idiots, it dude. super dangerous. <laughs> It was dangerous. People were getting like slammed into the side of the rock and like bloodied up. And that's probably why the helicopter came. The police helicopter. They, they probably know that people get injured there. And here's like 60 plus kids. 60 of us. On top of this rock. And, uh, and the helicopter comes flying around. And he's on the PA. Yeah. Right? He's, he's he announcing says, to us. He's announcing to us. Uh, Please get off the rock. If you jump off yeah. the rock, you yeah. will be arrested when you come back to land. Yep. Yeah, Spotty's like, do not jump, jump off the rock. You will get arrested. He said that it's clear as day. You will get arrested. And everyone stopped in their tracks. For Dude, a- everybody stopped, including like, me. And I'm looking around. I'm stopping for like, looking at each other. We're like, and nobody said anything. And then... Dude, you were the first one. You're like, screw that, dude. We're going. <laughs> he runs. He runs right in front of this cop. Just outright disobedience in front of their faces. <laughs> first one to go off. You did a gainer, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. You, you didn't just jump off. You didn't just jump I had off. Throw in their face. Oh, dude. You just did a straight gainer. And then I was as like, soon- if I'm getting arrested for this. <laughs> We gotta make it a gainer. So then everybody else was like inspired. So everybody jumped off. And I was proud. The whole I, Dude, I was proud. Everybody jumped. Because when it's when it's only one person, the cops usually can arrest. Oh, you somebody, could have got arrested. Right? Yeah. But when everybody joins in, what are they gonna do? They're gonna arrest sixty people. Dude, you were such yeah. a leader that day. I was so proud of you. I was proud of our group. <laughs> like, I'm so like everyone followed. Everyone just jumped in afterwards. So, but dude, think about the balls you had because you're like, 
And you're going to arrest me for jumping off a cliff? Come on, bro. And then you just went not knowing everybody else was going to follow you. Because if they did, you could have got arrested. It was more idiotic than Paul. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't thinking of my future. <laughs> I was pretty good about that. As, as we just told the story about me trying to do a gainer off the roof. I just remember when we swam to shore, I was like so pumped we did that, that that had just happened. I didn't care if I got arrested. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, dude, if we get arrested, screw it. That was freaking awesome. Awesome story. And then <laughs> yeah. they didn't do jack crap to us. Do you think that's why we have a certain inclination to uh, um, like be more dangerous? Like, like maybe like, I think normal people have filters, and they're like they they're able to think of consequences that might happen, and it'll yeah. it'll scare them from doing it. But but uh, I, I think like for example the UFC, like I get that yeah a lot of terrible injuries could happen, but I'm I just think of the success and the fun that could be had. Yeah. It I know that's. Uh, like I feel like I'm aware of all the possibilities, but I hone in on that excitement of the possibility yeah. of victory, and and uh, that's what that's what I like to hone in on. Yeah, definitely. I remember I adopted this mindset when I was really young because people. I just remember people when I when I was young would be like, "Oh, it's not a matter of if you get injured playing football; it's just a matter of when." Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking. Well, what am I going to be doing if I'm not playing football? I'm going to be sitting at home, right? Mm-hmm. What am I going to be doing if I go play football, have a story to tell, and then I get injured? I'm going to be sitting at home either way, so I might as well go play football. Spot on. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? mean? That's yeah. always the attitude that I kind of... That's why we, we clicked on this podcast, I believe, because we're about to do some nutty things. Yeah, we are. So... Good Definitely about fence. to do some nutty ones. Nice. Freaking oh. awesome. I think that's a good way to end it, man. Dude, we're there, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for being here. Yeah. All right. All right.